0: Alright, hello. Hey y'all. How y'all doing? Thank you so much again for tuning into another segment episode of the Lex and the City show. Um so, we are I am nearing to the end of season 4. And then I won't be, and I've mentioned this on um, other episodes, and I won't be, um, unless God tells me to do some type of bonus episodes, but it wouldn't be anything considered in season four. Um, but definitely, of course, you can um, contact and link up Lex and the City Show School Podcast for now on Instagram. Um and, you know, Show at gmail.com and then lexy, L-E-X-Y-S-A-D-A dot com for any of your other um, needs or anything, any other ways you want to connect. If you wanted to be a guest on the podcast, you can definitely, there's a guest form on that link. um You know, also there's like a questionnaire on their survey. I do, you know, try to definitely acknowledge the people who create, um you know, who come complete the survey. So yeah, definitely just make sure that you tune in um, and connect with me in those ways um, even while I'm not recording. Okay, so this episode today, again, I apologize for not posting this past Monday, which would have been November, okay, that would have been like November the 9th, I believe. So, so sorry I did not post this past week, this past Monday. I'm looking at my because oh, my calendar still says you All oh, oh, that's trifling, uh, <laughs> but I just know that today is the 12th. Yesterday was the 11th, so I do the math. So that's November 9th when I'm doing this recording. Um, so um, it was just been crazy, you know. Um, it, you know, with uh, the past election and just everything else. I just, like I had mentioned this on the Instagram page, it just felt really, really spiritually heavy. So it's not that God wasn't speaking. It's not that I didn't have any idea what the message was. I just just didn't feel a release to release anything. (laughs) So I could not do that. But now I'm here and I definitely have a pressing word on my heart. Um, Definitely, you know, I always share personal experiences. Like, God does not allow me to speak on something that I'm not either going through or he hasn't already brought me through or is bringing me through. Um, So, you know, I definitely, but it's so important. Okay. So I know lately the last few episodes, if you've been listening, have been me just, God just leading me to talk about alignment. You know, how important alignment is, how important it is to be careful with the people that you have in your life. And it's amazing because I actually just recently saw a clip by Michael Todd. And he was actually Pastor Michael um, uh, for those who don't know. And he's a very, very funny, um, relatable pastor. You know, and I even have his book, Relationship Ooh, relationship Goals. Yes, I just want to make sure I said the name right. So, but I know that he was mentioning the same thing that, and that mind you, I believe this post that I saw was sometime last year. But again, this is when the God was giving the message to me. So it's obvious that it's a message that still needs to be heard. Um, and he was basically just talking about how you have options with the people that you have in your life. He was like, you know, you know, you have liabilities and you have assets in your relationships. So it's so important to make sure that the people that you allow in your space are adding value to your life. And I don't mean just monetarily and things like that. But they, they can't be taken away and then not adding anything either. I think that's the word. So you know, so he was just saying, you know, mentioning the description, iron sharpens iron, and things like that. So just right along those lines, but still just really, really different. Is the topic and the and the and the quote like the, the episode title for today is protect your faith? And the reason I the the title came to me protect your faith is because you know when you're fighting, right? They always tell you, you know, a boxer and different things like that. They tell you protect your face. You know, you protect your face, right? You know, you want to make sure your body is okay. But if nothing else, you know, if you're from the hood, the DMV, wherever you grew up at, you know, if nothing else, they teach you you protect your face, your face, right? Okay. So it came to me. So the same way we want to protect our face when we fight, you know, that's me in my past life, you know. But she's still down there, but God is good. So it takes a lot to get me to that point, <laughs> but you know you want to protect your faith, right? The same way that you protect your faith, your faith in a physical altercation. Okay, so the other day I posted a post and I said, "Be careful who you share your dreams and visions and different things like that." Somewhere along those lines, I'll probably repost it if I haven't already. But it basically was on the podcast phase. It basically was saying, "Protect your mustard seed," because the Bible says that God gives every man a measure of faith, right? So, you have to protect your faith. So, let me tell you why I'm saying that, and I'm just going to continue on. A lot of times, we have um, areas, you know, of insecurity, right? And those are like the, the areas that we consider, consider soft spots, right? Those are the areas that people usually will say that we're really, really sensitive about. And so, I actually went online to just kind of like look up a good definition of insecurities, And I actually stumbled upon this great... Um, psychology, you know, psychology today link, and it actually mentions some of the causes of, you know, insecurity, and so it says on here, and I just thought it was so great, because it says on here, most of us feel insecure sometimes, but some of us feel insecure most of the time, the kind of childhood you had, past traumas, recent experiences of failure, rejection, loneliness, social anxiety, negative beliefs about yourself, perfectionism, which I'm going to touch on, or having a critical parent or partner can all contribute to insecurity. But they actually outlined and said the most common, they they think the most common three forms of insecurity is insecurity based on recent failure or rejection. Insecurity based on lack of confidence because of social anxiety, which is that social pressure that we all deal with. Um, You know, what is that called? Imposter syndrome and all those kinds of things. And then the third one was and security driven by perfectionism, okay? So, so, the reason that I said protect your faith, again, I'm going to bring it back. I always bring it back around to you all to have it make sense. But the the reason that it says, so perfectionism is one for me. So, I have mentioned on my a recent post on the podcast page as well, where I was basically just saying how I had a recent um, act like appointment that I had to make. And I was actually starting to feel a way about on my way there because the weather was bad. It was raining and everything. And I was just like, man, you know, it's raining. It's not gonna be, it's not gonna come together. It's gonna be a mess, it's gonna be, you know. And I, I literally felt like I felt God just encouraging me in that moment to say, listen, it was like a metaphor. Like your life has felt like rain, has it not? And have I not been your umbrella? Have I not helped you through those moments? Have I not gotten you to this point? You know, so if I can take you through those spiritual rains that you had, then clearly you'll be okay in the physical rain. Like, I got you. Right? And it's like, he just encouraged me. And so, funny story. It's like, he took that moment where I was feeling sad and down and about to kind of feel discouraged because I'm like, man, out of all days, it rains today, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, <clears throat> he showed me like, no, nah, you're good. I still got you. And so I took that moment, you all, you gonna laugh at me. And um, Missy Elliott's song, I Can't Stand the Rain, came back to me. And I literally went on my phone, I have Apple, I went on my phone with Apple Music and downloaded it and I listened to it on repeat about two or three times, you know, on my way to where I had to go to um, pick someone up and then I was on my way somewhere else but it was just the fact that I can't stand the rain you know against my window and she says and it's a part in the song where she says "Oh, missy trying to maintain <laughs> you know and I'm like yeah because that's just what it's like but it's like, listen, God was really encouraging me. So that perfectionism, you know, like we can't guarantee everything's going to go perfectly. You know, like I said, I couldn't have predicted the weather yesterday. The disappointment I had, I scheduled it weeks in advance. It's no way I could have predicted it would have been raining Dolls dogs, just, you know, yesterday, November 11th. But it was, you know. But when I tell you God kept his word because what I had to do was able to get done. And it went off without a hitch. And, you know, when you see it, and I start posting about it and talking about it more, you'll be like, wow, you did all that in the rain? Yes, glory to God. Because he told me, listen, the same way I got you in the spiritual rain, and the same way I got you in, you know, even the physical rain. And what's so even more blessed about that is he also helped me recognize rain makes things grow. You know, it's nothing on this like the plants grow, the grass grow, you you know, the trees, bushes, whatever. Things grow when it rains. Not to mention, even the little birds and stuff can now come eat the worms and everything. Like everything is better. Like yeah, we don't like rain, especially us as women, black women. You know, we like well, you know, those us women of color, minority women. We like no, no rain. You know, not in our hair. But at the end of the day, just looking at it from a biological standpoint, everything and just you know, like just nature, everything grows when it's raining. So yeah, okay, take that in. That's the message. Okay. So bringing it back around, you know, just saying how, um, basically I was just saying a lot of times we struggle with our faith and those areas of insecurity, sometimes will make it even harder to maintain from and be in a place of faith, right? To stay in faith. Okay. So with that, um, You have to be careful. Like, to me, when you have those areas where you're already insecure, you're already a little shaky, you know, maybe you've been praying about something, God hasn't given you the, you know, the the 100% okay yet, the green light go, and you're just like, I'm not sure. To me, those are areas, and I'm speaking again from experience, that you definitely want to keep me into your bosom. And maybe just let it be a conversation with you and God. Or if there is one trusted person that he has highlighted to you, that can handle those places of insecurity. Then maybe you can share that with them. Because let me tell you. Even when people are speaking from a place. In a position of love. People are only speaking. From their own experience. So a good thing that came to me. As I was like you know. Like kind of like going through with God. And thinking about what to discuss on the episode tonight. One thing that came to me. Just on a, on a logical. Just surface standpoint is. When you are taking advice from people. Look at their life. And especially the area that they're giving you advice in. If it's an area that you don't see any movement and any growth, even for them, and they're stagnant in that area, or even multiple areas in their life, don't listen to that person. I'm trying to tell you. Unless you want your life to look like this, you gotta just learn to cut that off. You know, whether that be in the phone call, switch the subject, Pray and cover yourself when you're done <laughs> to cancel those negative seeds out. Whatever you have to do, just try not to take that in. Because I'm telling you, you know, the enemy will use anything and anyone. And even sometimes words that are supposedly quote unquote spoken in love, spoken in the wrong time, or spoken with the wrong spirit, or a person speaking from their own experience instead of letting the voice of God lead the spirit of God lead them, can be just as detrimental, more detrimental than anything else okay so that's what I mean when I say protect your faith so because the Word of God says and I'll mention these you know put these scriptures in the comments in the notes as I have been doing before but the Word of God says that God has given every man a measure of faith so what that says is whatever amount of faith you have which he says also in his word that we only need the size of a mustard seed God brought this point home to me before when I was riding down the street before and it was like all these different things I want in my life. And I'm sitting here saying, I barely have faith for the things that's going on in my life now. How am I going to have faith for these future things that I'm believing God for? And it's like I, God reminded me. He said that you only need a mustard seed. But with that mustard seed, he said you can move mountains. So think about it like that. If you have a mustard seed, if you all don't know how small a mustard seed is, if you think about a gnat, you know how little that is. A mustard seed is like maybe a little bigger than a gnat fly. You know what I mean? Depending on, because I don't know, it's some juicy nuts out here. But either way, it's really, really small, right? Almost hard to see with your naked eye unless you write right up on it. Okay, so you think about how small a mustard seed, he's saying you can move this mountain. So he knew, I feel like in that moment, God showed me, even God, the, the spirit of Christ God, made allowances for the fact that he knew we wouldn't even be able to believe to the level that we need to be able to believe to to be able to accomplish the things that he wants to get accomplished in us and in our lives and in the lives of the people around us but he says all you need is this and you can do all of this right so with that and then the, so we have a measure so we so we all have a measure we know we all at least have a measure because that's the word of God but I do believe that sometimes a lot of times he will give us even more than that mustard seed based on what it is that he wants to do and in, in through us and in our life. We have the faith that we need for what we need to get accomplished in this world and in this life, okay? So because we have a measure of faith, And he doesn't say how much faith everyone gets. You know, we know, again, the minimum is mustard seed. I think that's a whole, I probably could post that. Y'all need to listen, pin that, (laughs) to put it in your notes. So if he says that we at least have a mustard seed, but somebody else might have a grapefruit. Someone else might have a watermelon. You know what I mean? Someone else might have, um, you know, something else, you know, a size of a plum or something. So the bottom line is, that person that you're talking to may not have the amount of faith that you have. They might not even have the must see, which is why that area that you talking to them about in their life ain't got no growth, ain't got no fruit. But yes, you gonna keep taking advice from them. You gonna keep letting them speak into your life and your situation. No, we gotta cancel that. So that's why this message, like I said, is so like in relation to the alignment piece because it still goes into who you keep around you. But again. Even if it's a family member, somebody that you can't necessarily exit out of your life completely, maybe you live with them or whoever, however that situation goes, just make sure that you limit people's ability to speak into your life. I'll say this, if you're not at a point where you are clear on who you are in God and what he's calling you to do, maybe don't let anyone speak into your life. Unless it's a pastor that, you know, maybe he called you to a certain ministry that he called you to be on. Because, like, I thank God for the church that he's called me to because I trust God, the God in them. It's not even so much that I trust them, but I trust that they are people who love and fear God. And so when they speak, certain things to me when they correct me when they challenge me because that's that let me tell you they definitely correct me they be pulling my cause and I had to learn how to submit to even to God and them in that to know that that's love and I know had God not helped me humble myself to be able to do that I wouldn't have been able to grow he wouldn't have been able to grow me up as much as he's been able to grow me up these last few months he wouldn't have been able to grow me up as much as he's had to grow me up these last few months So I'm just grateful for, you know, just learning how to just be obedient and humble myself and submit. But again, get you some godly authority, you know, make sure that the people hear from God and not from their emotions, not from their dead places in their life, not from their negative past experience, hurt, pains, and trauma, you know, not from their pride, you know, because what I notice a lot of times because I struggle with pride, it's easy for me to cling to and listen to other people that struggle with the same thing. But as God, again, is stripping me, humbling me, changing me. You know, I can see where people are kind of speaking from a place of pride and how that negativity, again, can continue to spill over into my own life. And I don't. So I'm just learning to just not take everything in that people say. Okay. So, again, just to leave you with a few more um, encouraging scriptures and things like that. The Bible says that nothing is possible. Nothing is impossible with God. You know, nothing is impossible to him who believes. And again, most times people will just speak from their own experiences and their own places of doubt insecurity, and, and stuff like that. And you don't want that um, spilling over into your life and your future. Okay? So that was it. I don't think that this needed to be a long message. Um, definitely, if you don't know the Jesus Christ, that I'm speaking of the Holy Spirit, you know, Father God, let me tell you something. I, like, seriously, we get paid... Um, in love, we get paid, in God releasing us as messengers to go out here and do what He wants to do in the earth. But let me tell you, I don't try to um, I don't try to force Jesus, the Lord God, or anyone. But I'm telling you, I just know that I am only who I am, and my family is only where they are today, and even my my the couple friends that I have because of god you know because of the lord jesus christ so if you would like to know the lord jesus christ then i definitely encourage you just to stick around just a couple of minutes longer and you can go ahead and i invite you to pray this prayer of salvation you know um along with me i will slow it down and make sure that you can catch every single word and then i encourage you to definitely be prayerful and get into a bible-based church or you know find um bible you know speakers and things online that you can listen to um Again, I'm not getting monetary value from any any anything or anyone I'm plugged right now. It's just the things that I feel okay with um, speaking on and speaking about. But I believe Michael Todd is a good place to start. I believe T.D. Jakes is pretty good. Um, Sarah Jakes Roberts, Torrey Roberts. Those are just people that I actually myself even watch a lot of times on YouTube and um, can definitely get a good, clear message from. Um, and even down to... Um, Pastor Jenkins at first Baptist Church in Glenarden. And I'll go ahead and say Kristen C. Simpson <laughs> at Messages for Christ Ministries. Okay. But again, definitely the Bible is always going to be your best resource. Um and just spending time with the Lord God. Because once you pray that for your salvation, you know, you are considered saved. He, you know, he will welcome you. But then now the the hard part starts and that is learning how to have a relationship with God, with the true and living God. All right. Thank you so much again for tuning in. I am celebrating my birthday this week. So, you all, you know, definitely holler at the Lord and make sure that you pray for me and cover your girl. But I am grateful just to be alive. Um, again, um, prayers up for those of you who have lost loved ones. I'm always praying for, you know, people coming come on my timeline, my messages and stuff who are lost, lost loved ones, people in the hospital and things like that. So, intercessors. Definitely stay on your post. Um, I love you all. Remember, God loves you more. And again, I thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Life in the City Show. I hope that this message rung true for you or hit you some kind of way in a good way. And I'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Hello, I want to thank you so much for staying on. If you're still listening, then I know that means that you have made one of the best decisions that you can ever make in your life, and that is choosing to give your life over to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that, um, you know, being a Christian removes you from any type of things that you may go through in your life, because it does not. Um, We are still human. You know, we were born in sin. We live in a sin-filled world. So some things are still going to happen. But I can guarantee you, um, I've never regretted making that decision, and I've been saved by the grace of God for well over mm, 15 years, okay? So, um, if you are ready to give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, repeat after me, Dear Jesus, I know I I am a sinner, and I need your forgiveness. I believe you died in my place, on the cross for my sins, and you rose from the grave, the third day, to make me new and to prepare me to live in your presence forever. Jesus, please come into my life. I welcome you to take control of my life, and I ask that you will forgive me of my sins and save me. I place my trust in you alone for my salvation, and I now accept your free gift of eternal life. I believe that if you prayed that prayer and you closed it by saying, in Jesus' name, amen, then you are a now considered a blood-washed believer, saved by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to welcome you to the family of God. Definitely, if you, just, if, you, if you want prayer requests or, you know, you're looking for any type of resources to help you in your walk, because I understand as a babe in Christ, you're considered a babe in Christ, meaning you just gave your life to Christ. Salvation is new to you, and you may need a little discipleship and, you know, help. Um, I'm not a pastor. You know, I don't believe I'm ordained to be a prophet or anything like that. I do have the teaching gift. And I know that God has given me the gift of intercessor and some other spiritual gifts. But I can definitely point you in the right direction, okay? But again, I just want to welcome you to the family of God. Again, great decision. God loves you, I love you, and just continue to walk in God um, because He is He He's faithful and He loves you. Um, definitely read your Bible for sure. There's so many different versions. One of my favorite versions is the New Living Translation version. Next is New King James Version. And there's also NIV Version, and the basic is King James. You can buy a Bible from, like, the dollar store, and it really is $1 probably in tax. Okay, so again, thank you so much for staying on. Glory to God. I thank God for your salvation. And just continue to be safe and walk in God. Take care. Bye-bye.